keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Suchere. Advancing the rights, logic, segment number one. Farty-too. Why don't you put more beans in there? Because then they'd be too farty. Ah. Welcome back. Uh-huh. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh-huh. We're in for it now, boys. Why, 42 degrees? Oh, no, that, that worm will turn. Yeah. Uh, we're in for it. What are New we in competition for? on the radio. What? Well, I'm going to tell you. Okay. Dan Barker and Annie Laurie Gaylor. Come on! Uh-huh. Get out of it. Uh-huh. From, Get out uh, of it. They're going to set aside their 1959 Pontiac Ambulance hearse and do a weekly television talk show. Coming Come to on. Podcast One. Right. And with, Apple iTunes. With notable non-religious authors and activists at 11 p.m. Sundays on CBS affiliate WISC-TV Channel 3 Oof. in Madison. I believe in Wisconsin. Yeah, see on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will be like Air America. Nobody will listen or watch. <laughs> Reeves, will you go to the printer and see if the rest of the story is there? On it, bro. Read them from Religion Foundation. Uh, I think we've talked to uh, Dan Barker before on the air. I do recall. Mm. I don't remember for what specific subject. <laughs> to, to, to get the whole story from the website, madison.com. Yeah. Answer a survey question to continue reading this content. Okay. Are you a parent to a child in your household? No. Yes. I would prefer not to say. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, I answered the question. Did I get the rest of it? Yep. Uh, The Madison-based Freedom from Religion Foundation was founded in 1978 to promote the separation of church and state and uh, to educate others on atheism. And Gaylor said the show will work toward the same goals. Uh, Gaylor called the show an antidote to religious broadcasts on Sunday mornings. Are there religious broadcasts on Sunday mornings? Hmm. The televised preachers? The tele- oh, God, yeah. Televangelists? Are they Pat on? I, I, They're I, all I, over Matt the place. Cameron? This has been one of Annie's goals to have a show. And 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 so uh, the gist of the show is reminding people that we need to separate the church and state. I guess. Which really aren't uh, in unison or mm-hmm. How about the next time the mayor's out of town? Yeah, go we ahead. get her on in here. Annie, you want to come up? Go ahead. Come on up. Go ahead. From Madtown. Go ahead. See what I care. <laughs> I I did not make it to the end of the game. What? I had a lot of clicking to do, okay? What was with the Timberwolves? What was that? They were. Why don't they do that every night? I right? had the mayor's thought last night, and I thought, why can't we? It, and it's not even the scoring. I just, why can't we get that kind of effort? They won by 28 points over a first-place team. Right. Uh, whatever, Cle- what division Cleveland's in. They're in the central. Central in the east? In the, in the east. But my, my bigger point was with... Andrew Wiggins, who was originally drafted by the Cleveland Cavaliers. Here we go. Yeah, He plays like that every single time they play the Cavs because he has some type of chip on his shoulder against the team that 
traded him away. Uh huh. And I he just thought he'd say, be playing with LeBron. Well, I just want to say, kid, why don't you put out that kind of effort more often? That's what I'm discussing. Not even every single night because it's the NBA. I get it, but more than once every 15 games. Yeah. And the Wild, in my absence, were humiliated in Colorado. Uh, and I haven't read much about it. Has there been a postscript? Are we despondent? Are we still looking for the run to to uh, motivate the playoffs? What's uh, help me, staff? Anyone? I ha- anyone? <clears throat> I haven't uh, heard a, a. I haven't sensed a vibe of urgency, even though they did have a really really bad game. Got the Calgarys in town tonight. Uh, Miko is Miko still flu like symptoms for yeah. Miko? You want to hear a little story? Yeah. So I'm staying with a buddy down in Florida. Okay. And he's a he's a good friend. Yeah. But he has some peculiarities. Yep. And so upon arriving, uh, we stopped at a grocery store. Publix? Yep. Okay. Yep. Because uh, I had to get coffee. He has a coffee maker, but he doesn't drink coffee, so there's no coffee in the house, and I needed to make coffee you in the morning. usually have about two cups. That's it. Yep. Before 10. So went down the coffee aisle, boom, picked up a bag of Starbucks coffee. Yeah. Got up, paid for it, went back. Next morning, get up, only to discover Uh-oh. that I had purchased a bag of unground coffee beans. Oh, right, no. right there at the store. I should have either had them yeah. ground up, or I could have bought a bag of ground up. Coffee. Funny, you wouldn't have sensed that when you uh... when I picked it up. I didn't sense the beans. I, <laughs> I just felt like. So I said to him, "Do you have a hammer?" <laughs> and he said, not a, "Not a cheese grater, huh?" No, he said. Why? I Why? said I, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna put these beans right. in a Ziploc bag. Why, why didn't you tape this? <laughs> I'm gonna put these beans in a Ziploc bag, and mm. I'm gonna go out in the driveway oh, and, and pound, pound them. Yeah. And he he said, absolutely not. You're not doing that. Right. I don't God. have a hammer. Right. I, See that, now, he should have said, you know what? No, I'm not go done right yet. ahead. No, I'm not done yeah. yet. I'm, not I'm gonna done. tape you. I'm not done. <laughs> He said, no, you'll break something. You'll you'll break a brick in the driveway or something. I said, I'll go in the street. Right. You have a hammer. You're yep. not getting a hammer. You're not going to do this. <laughs> I thought, well, what the hell's wrong, wrong with you? Yeah, wait, what's wrong with you? Me? I'm, I'm agreeing with your friend. Yeah, I am too. Well, why? What? So, I, you know. Well, I, how far away was the Publix? Was it in Georgia? Probably like six blocks away. No, it wasn't that far well, away. Why didn't you just go? Well, it's a $12 bag, whatever it cost of beans. Why he's not a, try to salvage it? He grew up in the de- Depression era. God, so he's can't get rid of it. So I thought, well, I know what I'll do. I'll hit, smash him with a putter. So I put the oh beans. Hey, Fred, where's your uh, where's your ping putter? I put them uh, in a, ba- a Ziploc bag, and I went out on the street, and I began just banging the hell out of him with a putter. And he came out and he said, let me tell you something. Oh, my God. I've already called the cops. <laughs> That's what he was worried about. He was worried about neighbors thinking he had some nutcase oh, staying at his place. Right. Taking out a putter and pounding the pavement. Because the other thing I would do is I'd take a, a cheap chair and put it in the driveway and sit there in the sun like a rube. And he didn't really like that. So anyway, I'm banging. I don't know if you'll be asked back No, next I don't year. think so. So I'm banging the bag, and I discovered something. He came out, and he said, you're not putting those in the coffee maker. You're not You're not using my, if you if you grind those up like this, you're not putting them in the coffee. Well, I said, why? What difference does it make? Well. Rocks. No. If I had succeeded in pulverizing the beans, he was not going to allow me to put it in the coffee maker. And run it through the filter. Yeah. Why? why? 
That's my point. Okay, I, 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 if, are you back on my side now? Well, at this point, if you have... I mean, I had a project here. This if, is a project. If you rain man it and, and ground these... A lot these, of people go down there and they look at the sunset. Not me. No. Give me a putter. I'm going out into the street He's and playing, I'm going to bang these beans. You're playing Juan whoever. Oh, yeah. What's the guy's name? The coffee guy? Juan Valdez. Juan so, Valdez well, out there. Well, to save GLers <laughs> the trouble uh, in the event that this ever comes up, and I doubt it will for normal people. Use a seven iron? No. No, oh. no it didn't work. It, the, those beans must be, uh, uh, you know, the grinding machine must have a cutting I'm, capability. I'm yeah, so that it, didn't work. It didn't work. But what did you get? What was the end result of what you, uh, your your labor, uh, what what did you, what was presented to you? Perspiration. <laughs> No, I mean, that. I got quite a workout doing that. But the the state of the coffee bean, it, uh, it, it, maybe it, I, I, eight I, I, pieces and not yeah, ground. That wasn't. They, they weren't getting pulverized. They weren't turning to a powder, which is what you need. But in theory, you thought theory, I'm just going to bang right? the hell out of these yeah, things and see yeah. what it's powder soon enough, right? That's what I'm thinking. May, may I ask a question? And I also had one more thought. Oh, I'm sorry, but he wouldn't give me his car keys. Run the store to get no. I wanted to run him over. Oh my god! Back back up. Yeah, over. back on his side. <laughs> back on his side. Just uh, two to one. Know, two to one. My host. Yeah, eat the um, eat the twelve bucks. I and did. You're running ultimately, over ultimately, I did. At wondering... this point, you were probably shaking like this, going, "I need my Java." No, no, I did. Took I did. Yeah. What oh. Reavers? I was just going to ask. At what point, how, or how far along into the task, time wise, did you get before you finally just said, "You know, maybe I should just." Run down the street. Fifteen minutes. Okay. I realized that the putter wasn't doing the trick. Uh, what about neighbors? Did you ask a neighbor? Did you go next door? No, maybe and say no. I don't need sugar. I need a cup of coffee. No. Or no, I, do you I, have a grinder? Right. Yeah. Ended up gutting the coffee. Jim, right over there. Down the street. <laughs> <laughs> I use your grinder. And you were gonna drive over them. Well, just, as if that was going to. You know what? I guess why I'm telling this is it doesn't work. So that's good. Maybe I'm, I've I'm, saved some. People I'm some slotting problems. this into the uh, uh, the uh, lighting the hump on fire. It was it was windshield, along those lines. Yeah. Uh, uh, leaf blower to get snow off the roof. Did, you know what though? I tried. Cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. All right, this, this is it. I we don't have time for coffee talk, so oh, those calls will have to be. I might need some therapy here. No, Nathan. <laughs> uh, hail the flashlight king. Hail you. I, I have to ask, how onerous is the return exchange policy of Publix? Because I'm siding with your buddy. Yeah. I'm imagining his neighbors seeing some disheveled, sweaty man beating a bag of coffee beans in a street <laughs> and wondering, what is wrong with my neighbor and who is he associating himself with? Yeah, <laughs> that's probably what was driving it. You're right. All right, thank you. Uh, and you are Paul. Joe, we, we can't laugh at you for no. crying out loud. I mean, how do inventions get made? That's if right, we're Paul. We're not going to do trial and error. Thank you. You know, they, they laughed at Louis Pasteur, and That's he went right. right along and invented milk anyway. That's what know? I'm talking about. Exactly. Thank <laughs> you very much. The well, new ping putter you can pound out a pot of coffee and then go hit 18 holes of solid golf. Sean? Yes, Joe. Yeah. I do it all the time with ice. 
for yep. uh, shrimp cocktail. I, my wife gives me a bag of ice. I take it out in the garage. I beat the heck out of it with a dead blow hammer, and I'm good to go. Okay, time. No, 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 Perfect. no, no, Perfect. no, no, Perfect. no. That's distinct from some psycho going out to pound out coffee. I would agree with you. I've used a hammer to pound out ice. You can do That's it. That's acceptable. Yeah. Uh, pounding out coffee beans? No. All right. Thank you. Last one. Okay. Who is it? It's Big John. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> so I assume your host doesn't have a blender. <laughs> oh my God! Good idea. Never occurred. He's to a me. problem solver. You know what? If he did, he wouldn't let me use it. Probably I bet. not. Well, that's what I mean. Did you have a margarita while you were down? There? I did not. Well, okay, then maybe he doesn't have a blender. He probably doesn't have a blender. You would have probably had to put enough beans in the bottom to get the blades to hit the beans in the middle. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it would, have been an, it would have been an adventure. Yeah. And it also would have been very entertaining to watch. Yeah. But the neighbors wouldn't have been nearly as, uh, you know, no. entertained. No, they were coming out in their bathrobes to see what as the problem they should. was. Yeah, all right, as thank you. they should. Good. Say, we Do, have a new... Wait a minute. Huh? Wait a minute. Do they... This is a serious question. It's not meant to be fun. I, I want this to be the last. This is. I just have a coffee <laughs> uh, question. Do they... Um, Who's they? <laughs> Reaver's... The people in Reaver's stomach. <laughs> did you hear that funny no, body not. noise? I did not. Um, do they roast... Who's they? Uh, coffee shops. Do they roast the beans and then grind them? Or how do they... Well, I, they're roasted beans, yeah, that you buy and then... They roast the beans and then they, they grind I'm them down. I'm not sure they're roasted at the at the Caribou or the Starbucks. Well, like at Dunn's Brother, Dunn Brothers on Grand, they yeah. got that big... Yeah, uh, and then they roast so them. So they're there. not cutting them there, they're just roasting them. And then you can get them ground there, too. Okay. Yeah, you have them ground. Okay. Say, we have a new... We got a go-to aviation guy for the show now. Who do we well, have? we got the lake detective. We got all these experts. Yeah. We got a new aviation guy. Okay. Uh... John Joseph. John Joseph? In his 38th year of being a flight attendant. Ooh. The guy has flown around the world. He's called here before on aviation questions. Met him yesterday. Big fan of the show. And whenever an aviation problem comes up, we now got a guy. Okay. We got a guy. You uh, you verified his creds, and he's uh, good to go in case we have a question. Well, speaking of that, do you, uh, do you remember the call last week about the guy who... Uh, Left his diesel truck running for three days at the airport? Yeah, the guy yes. that called them, they were taking bets, right? As to how. Yeah. Yeah. I know the guy. He called. No. What? I left his number down at my spot. Should I go get it during the break? I, I would like he to talk to He said you can call me. I'll tell you the whole story. Yes. He is the guy friend of a gal who was a good friend of one of my sisters. So I've met the guy at, at gatherings over the years. So I know the guy. Pete Johnson's his name. And oh. he said, that was me. That's. He said, I think I even know who called in and tattled on me. <laughs> he said, I'll tell you the whole story if you well, want to hear it. Are we supposed to know his name? Did he get in trouble? Did he? Why would he get in trouble? It's his truck. Okay. So I don't know when this. He'll tell us when this happened and why. But was uh, it at the airport? Yeah, he's a pilot. Okay. Or he was. Yeah, I think he's retired. Right, yeah. And you said his name was uh, Rick Miller. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say his name. No, he said I? Rick oh. Miller. You said a fake name is what you did. Yeah. <clears throat> I'll go get Rick the. Uh, yeah, you should do that because okay. I would like to know that story. How you can leave it running for three days is you can keep it running. Pretty. Uh, I'd like to now congratulate myself. Not for the coffee. Thing. No, no, but I got a nice email from Jesse, who writes, "Hail the flashlight king." Okay. Say, Joe, I hope you held on to that Fiat stock I have. 
can't remember when you decided to jump in with the pulp riding in one, but I work in finance, not market specifically, but I still enjoy keeping a pulse on it. And notice Fiat Chrysler Auto Union is one of the top gainers today. This was what? dated this was dated last Thursday. I'm catching up on old email. Looking at their five-year price trend, I noticed the stock, which currently sits at a bit over $20 a share, that's $7 a share more than I paid for it, uh, was as low as just 6 bucks a share in mid-2016. And then he writes, you nailed the pick, Joe. Good luck. No. That's the first time anyone has ever congratulated me on anything to do with finance. Futures or finances. First time. Uh, well, he's the I'm expert. I'm in the I mean, if, now. I'm in the money hey, now. Uh, but emailer, what is the email's first name? Jesse. Jesse, uh, it's a blind squirrel finding a nut. This isn't, he's not giving investment tips now. Oh, I don't, I don't, he champions himself now as a, a, a stock exchange player. No, broker. no, I'm a player. I'm no, a, no, you know, you're you know not. what I am? A player. No, because the first thing you did yeah. when you told everybody, even uh, Pat, Patrick, Pat, Pat hey, went you got to buy some stock. Pat went like, for it. Yeah, and now it's bouncing back. So yeah, after my, what? How, you know when what? was that? Well, when a year was the, ago? When was the pulp here? Probably about 2015. Pope visits U.S. Yeah, and he drove around in a Fiat. I figured every Catholic in the country would be flooding the uh, Fiat stores. 2015. That's what I said. In this fall of 2015. Mm. Boom. I remember how excited you were. Fiats are going to be selling oh, I left thought, I and right. I thought it would be going right through the roof. Is John Height ready? John Height has already come in here and reported a temperature of 42 degrees, and now he's ready to give you news. And then I'll go down and get the number of the guy who left his truck running for three days. Oh, good. Here's John Height. Thanks, Joe. It's sunny and 42 degrees. Very nice out, but we do have a winter storm watch. Day When's Dollar. that happen, John? That starts tomorrow night at midnight and lasts uh, into Thursday afternoon. Uh, possibly a lot of snow. That Dave Dahl will be here, what, in 10, 12 minutes I to uh, so. talk more about that. Uh, this uh, update brought to you by the Duluth Trading Company. Visit Duluth Trading Company stores in Fridley, Bloomington, Woodbury, in downtown Duluth. Minnesota Wild in action tonight. They'll be at home against Calgary. The Timberwolves manhandled LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers last night, 127-99. to 99. Up next, Timberwolves will face Oklahoma City tomorrow night. That'll be the third contest of a five-game homestand. And former Twins great Justin Morneau is joining the club as a special assistant. Last year, under CBO, Derek Falvey, remember the Twins hired former players Torrey Hunter, LaTroy Hawkins, and Michael Kadire to be special assistants. Loosely defined term, in year one included everything from some on-field tutelage of younger players all the way to unofficial Twins ambassador and color commentator on TV broadcasts. Uh, this job, it appears... Will end Morneau's playing career, which lasted 14 seasons. He did play for Team Canada in the WBC last spring. Of course, uh, when he was with the Twins, Morneau was the American League MVP back in 2006. News notes from today. A former Stillwater prison warden is suing to get his job back. Steve Hammer fired in 2016 from the Minnesota Correctional Facility in Stillwater for five policy violations. According to a letter, Hammer was said to have violated employee code of conduct, policies surrounding emails, and those related to anti-discrimination and sexual harassment. Hammer claims in a recently filed lawsuit that state law was violated when he was not reinstated after an arbitrator ruled there was not significant cause to fire him. 
Hammer has asked the court to argue he should be reinstated and to award back pay from his October 18, 2016 firing. Eddie Miles, a veteran Minnesota prison employee, took over the warden position from Hammer. Hammer had previously worked as warden of the Rush City Prison. He took over at the Stillwater facility in March of 2015. Plymouth police at the scene of what they called a homicide early this morning. Authorities said someone at an apartment complex on Annapolis Lane called 911 about 12.15 in the morning regarding a physical domestic dispute. When officers arrived, they found one person in need of medical attention. Authorities said the 27-year-old male victim died later at the scene. No name released yet. Uh, Police Chief Mike Goldstein did say one suspect identified as 25-year-old Garrett Bruce Ittell was arrested. He said there is no threat to the community. President Trump suggesting an immigration deal could be tackled in two phases. First, by taking care of the so-called dreamers and border security, then by making comprehensive reforms to the immigration system. Trump on Tuesday held a lengthy meeting with a bipartisan group of lawmakers on immigration. Uh, through that entire meeting, it was, uh, it was uh, very weird. The uh, press was allowed to be in there. It was carried live by all the news stations. President said he would need construction of a border security wall as part of an agreement involving young immigrants. But he says Congress could then pursue a comprehensive immigration overhaul in the second phase. During the conversation, he stressed needs for funding for a border wall and changes to the system. He said those are necessary for a deal to protect the hundreds of thousands of young people who had been shielded from deportation. A classified uh, classified satellite codenamed Zuma launched Sunday night atop a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket may have suffered a mission-ending failure during or shortly after the climb to space, according to news accounts last night. Not addressing the fate of the satellite, a senior SpaceX official said today a data review showed the rocket itself worked normally and that suggestions of the contrary were, in his words, categorically false. Kicking off a busy year for SpaceX, the Falcon 9 blasted off from the Cape Canaveral Air Force Station on Sunday evening, putting on a spectacular show as it streaked away on a northeasterly trajectory. Because the payload was classified, SpaceX commentators revealed nothing about the satellite, which government agency owns it, or when it was expected to be released from the Falcon 9 second stage. Come on, give us something. No details about its intended orbit or its purpose in orbit were revealed. SpaceX mission... Is this Musk? Is this the Musk guy? Elon Musk? Elon Musk? No. SpaceX is, um, is that the Virgin guy? Oh. That's, yeah, I believe it's Richard Branson. Richard Branson. We'll verify that. Trust, but verify. This is also part of a government uh, thing also. Yeah, it's all a plot. particular, uh, yeah. Uh, Jeff Bezos has dethroned Bill Gates as the world's richest. Oh, wait, uh, now, wait. Joe's right. Joe's right. It is Musk's. Uh, SpaceX is Elon Musk. I thought thought it was Branson's. Hmm. All right. Uh, Jeff Bezos has dethroned Bill Gates as the world's richest human, at least on paper. Wonder why we would say human, as opposed to what that's the world's good, richest animal, point. right? That's, monkey. Yeah, Who is the richest monkey in the world? Robot, richest robot, <laughs> just robot. The founder and CEO of Amazon saw his already enormous wealth soar even more this morning as shares of Amazon topped one thousand two hundred fifty dollars. The stock has gained more than seven percent just days into the new year. I got fiat. What is this, Apple stock? Amazon. Oh, Amazon stock. That's not only brought the company's market capitalization to $600 billion. My God. It also pushed owner Bezos' net worth to $105 billion. That's a lot of money, isn't it, John? Yeah, it's... uh, uh, I just That's did more some, than winning the lottery. Uh-huh. I just did some research, and the uh, world's <laughs> yes, richest monkey is this guy. 
It's going somewhere. <laughs> For that so one joke. The joke. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's that made joke. a lot yeah. of money just right. on yeah. that joke. If you're Bezos, don't yeah. you just sell now and get out? Well, no, he runs the company. Uh, Why would he want to get out? Yeah, you're, but, uh, you're motivated. A guy needs a place to go. Right, Joe? Yes. Mm-hmm. And he keeps coming up with ideas, too, so he must be an idea He's guy, not just calling so. it. He doesn't have checked out days. So you're saying yeah. he doesn't head to Florida and chop up uh, coffee beans with a putter right. in the no, driveway. He'd, he'd right. have somebody do that right. for him. Or go to Florida for for one football game to go watch the Buffalo Bills. He doesn't that's, he that's doesn't do that point. either. That's right? a good point, right? I did so, not do that. I take it really No, but somebody really, else yeah, in this I, room, you know, flew down there did to you go have good watch. weather for that game? It was great. It was 62, I think, for the daytime high. For possibly and the worst football it game. It was a bad ever. game. Well, and since we're talking money and and billions and millions, if I had 100 billion dollars, how much would it take for you to attend a Buffalo Bills game and then after or during the game jump on a table to split the table in half like they do uh, while they're tailgating. No idea what you're talking about. Ah, um, Buffalo it's, it's Bills. Not important. It's not important. Well, Buffalo. I mean, everybody else in the country does. Buffalo Bills fans do what? Reeves. They're they're crazy. The mafia. That's an initiation. Well, they process. lost. This is the pregame ceremony to the uh, fans. Uh, the fans. The fans that. break tables. Yeah. They, they jump on them from high distances and sometimes they're on fire. Yeah. Like the it. little uh, the buffet tables, those plastic ones. Really. Yeah, and they do body slams. It's the it's the weirdest viral well, they, video I've ever they seen. They body slam their wives onto yeah. the table. Really? One not table in anger either. Was on fire. Really? Yeah. And they slammed yeah. onto it. We gotta take it up a notch. You Let's... know, did you see the beginning of the college football game last uh, night? Yeah, uh, yes. I did. The yeah. players running out through columns of flames. I said I can't watch this. It's it's just too preposterous. Is this the first time you've watched a college football that's, game? Yeah, that's that's, 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 that's commonplace in, in the yeah. NFL too. Oh, NFL yeah. too. Yeah. I disapprove. Well, I I, disapprove. I don't disagree with you. Yeah. Can I ask you a question about your coffee thing, Joe? You may. I missed the first part yeah. of the story. Yeah. Where did you buy it? At Publix. I just is I, that a gro- I, grocery yeah, store? Yeah, it's, okay. it's like the Red Owl chain yeah, down there. It yeah. isn't there. It wasn't there. Maybe a Starbucks or something nearby you could have driven to yeah, to get probably, it ground. Probably. Just, I don't know, John. It's just uh, you know, I just just one of those things. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. you get enough salt, uh, sea salt there in your in your system. <laughs> It kind of makes you a little bit crazy, I you see. know? I see. Suits, you know who sang the anthem at the Bills-Jags playoff game on Sunday? Pink. Susan Tedeschi. Oh, Tedesk, uh, Tede- Tedeschi. Yeah. Tedeschi. Tedeschi. Oh, really? uh, Pink is doing the Super Bowl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that do anything for you? I like pink. Mm-hmm. Not really. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. <laughs> it's uh, it's flu season. You might be aware of that. And the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention said the number of cases is up sharply from the past few years. High activity being reported in 26 states. California, one of the 26 states, they have over 7,300 confirmed cases, more than eight times the number that they had last year. Other areas feeling the strain include some Miami hospitals. They're preparing flu tents because they can't get everybody in the hospital. Emergency visits at a hospital in Toledo, Ohio, surging up to 20% in a single week. And the hospital system in Dallas is at critical capacity. Uh, the strain, if you're wondering, is the H3N2 strain. Is that what we got a shot for here? Uh, it's covered. It's according to the folks who give the shots. Uh, last year's vaccine was only 32% effective against H3N2, and it's unclear how effective this year's vaccine will be against. But it's H3N2. my understanding that it would be somewhat effective. That's correct. You might get Partially. the flu. You just won't get major dengue. That, uh, right. Yeah, right. You don't want major dengue. You don't want major dengue. You just little, want dengue. I got yeah. a little dengue. And yeah. the people who have had the flu that I know this year 
have had major dengue. It's been pretty... Uh, or things could be worse. Did you read about the poor woman who ate the raw oysters at a market yeah, in Texas yeah, yeah. and then died of flesh-eating disease? Yeah. <sighs> Ask me if I'm ever going to eat oysters again. <laughs> Are you ever no. going to eat oysters again? No. I've seen you eat oysters. I love them, but you, I'm not uh, taking there, that chance anymore. There was no stopping you when I've seen oh, you. Yeah. Remember we both sat at the plate there and dig them I in. think I got them No, 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 no. You're thinking of mussels. Oh, mussels. You're thinking That's of mussels. what you went after. Yeah, okay. I can go after your mussels. Mussels? I've seen <laughs> What's it. the difference? Oh, the taste, uh, context. Uh, All right. Thanks, Guy Fieri. You know, uh, yeah. Hold the uh, and he, uh, he had a concert texture. one night. He had a concert. It was. Uh, <laughs> he was putting on a show. He was looking at me and uh, and he said, "Don't uh, touch that bowl." Right, right. You know, these are for me. <laughs> you don't get any. Not that you would anyway, because you don't. You, you know, hey, where's? I need a piece of Wonder you know Bread. What? I think you picked. I think you picked up the check that night. Did I probably did. Did I, did I pick up the? Che- no, I don't think. So. I think it was you. I don't. You're think right. So. It must have been you. Is Dave Dahl coming up? Please. And then we'll call Pete, who left his car running for three days. Here's Dave Dahl. Relativity is amazing, isn't it, Joe? Pardon me? Relativity is amazing. Humidity? No, relativity. What's relativity? Well, I'm just saying. In what context are we using the word? In, in the context of relative to what we have had. Oh, isn't that something? I get you now. 42 is amazing. Dave had a lot of fun with his relativities. What are we, about 52 degrees warmer than we were a week ago? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, it means a lot. And, you know, 42 in the fall, it would mean a blustery kind of cold day with clouds. But 42 this time of the year means sunshine, light winds. It feels great. Yeah, it feels great. 42 right now. We're going to have mostly cloudy skies. Some fog and drizzle develops tonight. Some of the fog could become locally dense, I think, especially in western Minnesota. Um, 32 for the overnight lows, so I don't believe we're going to have to deal with any freezing drizzle or freezing mist with that fog. South winds at around 5 to 10. Tomorrow, then, mostly cloudy, fog and drizzle, 38 for the high. And then that fog and drizzle kind of changes over to some snow by tomorrow night. I think it'll be after midnight and probably after around 1 or 2 in the morning late Wednesday night, and that's when we have a winter storm watch that takes effect. That'll uh, continue through about midday on Thursday. Right now, it appears as though the Twin Cities will be in that 3 to 5-inch category. Not a huge deal, but, uh, you know, it'll be causing some problems. It'll be the most snow we've had in any one event so far this when, year. When will this be, Dave? I had, uh, I had weather mania That's all right. Starting uh, tomorrow night after about 2 or 3 in the morning all right. and lasting through about midday on Thursday. <laughs> okay. Uh, a lot of blowing and drifting as well. Some places just to the south of the Twin Cities may pick up as much as 7 or 8 inches of snow. I think that's where the heaviest will be, from just south of Mankato up toward Red Wing. While here in the Twin Cities, most of us pick up 3 to 5 inches. Then it gets cold again. Uh, Thursday's high temperature in the morning at 18, dropping temps all the way down to 4 below by Thursday night. Friday's high only 8 above. And then teens below 0 for Saturday and Sunday night. Highs barely above 0 for Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Uh, it stays that way all the way through Tuesday of next week. Tuesday's high, only two above as well, uh, but an overnight low dropping down to around four below then. Again, tonight, Joe, only dropping to 32, so 10 degrees colder than where we're at. Right now, we're at 42. All right, thank you. Thank you. Hi, Pete. Hi, Joe. How are you? Pretty good. Good. Pete, last week, uh, I got myself into a jam with two different versions of whether people should let their cars warm up in the winter. Uh, one one school of thought would be, no, it's better to get in and drive it slowly. And the other school of thought is, 
Let it run for a few minutes. You're not going to hurt a thing. And out of that came a phone call from a guy who apparently tattled on you. (laughs) That's right. And I should set this up better. I know Pete because Pete's the guy friend of a gal who's a very good friend of one of my sisters. So we run into each other at family at family gatherings. I've known Pete for what? 5, 6, 7 years? Oh yeah, probably 7, 8 years. Yeah. 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 Are you now are you a retired pilot? Yeah, I retired in 2003, Joe. Okay, from uh Northwest or Delta yeah. or Yeah, from Northwest. All right. What happened, Pete? <laughs> well, I got out to the airport just a few minutes late as sometimes happens and so I parked my truck in the 30-minute zone out at the crew parking lot and ran in the building and checked in with the check-in lady. And uh, then I went to sign the flight plan. The co-pilot already had the flight plan all made out. And so I went over and I signed the flight plan. And he says, hey, if we go right outside right now, we can get on the crew bus and get a ride over to the terminal, then uh, we'll get over there early enough to have a cup of coffee. All right. So in the meantime, my truck is sitting there running and the uh, 30-minute zone at the crew parking lot, so we jumped on the crew bus, went over and flew a three-day trip and uh, gone for two nights and came back uh, third day, and so I got off the crew bus in the place where I used to park my truck most regularly, way out in the back side of it, and uh, got out, started walking around, and I couldn't find my truck. So a few minutes later, the co-pilot came driving by, and he says, hey, Pete, what's the matter? Can't you find your truck? And I said, no. And he said, well, jump in. It was wintertime. He said, jump in, and I'll give you a ride. So we went up and down all the aisles in the parking lot. We couldn't find my truck. <laughs> Did it occur to you at some point that, wait a minute, I don't even have my keys? Uh, no, I guess it probably didn't. They were probably in my flight bag or <laughs> where I would usually put them. And uh, I had the truck locked. Uh, you could lock it with the uh, with the push button. Okay, but and, while it was still running. Yeah. 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 So uh, I said, well, you might as well give me a ride up to the building there. Uh, somebody must have taken it or somebody borrowed it or whatever, and I'll go find out. So as we drive up to the front of the, the crew scheduling building, there's my truck sitting there still dieseling. <laughs> so I went in the building and... And I said, see, uh, we had a, a guard that was there sometimes of the day, and he was sitting up on not. A, looking out of an upper window. And I said, see, uh, has that truck been out there running for a while? He said, oh, yeah, I've been out there for three days. And I said, no, kid. <laughs> he says, every morning when we get here, we go out to see how much diesel fuel is left in it. Oh, my <laughs> word. How low were you getting? Well, it was still over a quarter. And uh, uh, so the guy says, do you know whose truck that is? And I said, uh, well, yeah, it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I don't know if it makes it run better in the wintertime, Joe, if you let it warm up a little bit. But it sure makes it warmer when you get back in. So you got in it and drove it home. Yes. And it behaved flawlessly. Yes, yes. How long after this episode did you keep that vehicle? Oh, gee, I guess I've never God, had one. That is I didn't such drive a Joe least. question. That is such a Joe question. No, but see, I'd be thinking, psychologically, I would think, I've destroyed this car. Uh, that's, that's total suits thinking. But apparently, uh, but apparently it behaved for you. Oh, yeah, it sure did. I've, yeah, I've, I usually keep my pickup trucks for a little over 200,000 miles, and uh, it ran fine, and uh, I wound up selling it to another pilot, and he's still driving it. Oh, for God's sake. So, yeah, so it... Uh, oh. It, uh, totally apparently, the construction companies leave diesel equipment uh, running for long periods of time, and, yeah. uh, so, and it doesn't seem to take much diesel fuel. 
Holy mackerel. Who do you think blew the whistle on you? You recognize the voice of whoever called in? Yes, I did. In fact, <laughs> <laughs> he's one of the guys in our sportsman's club up here. And, uh-huh. uh, in fact, he just called me a few or texted me a few minutes ago, and he says, uh, we're all listening over here. <laughs> <laughs> Time to fess up. All right, Pete. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. All right. See you again. Okay. Thanks all, a lot. All right. Yep. All right. Wow. <clears throat> that's a great story, but that is that is so you. What? To worry because that's what you. If if that happened to you, yeah. If you would have been a pilot in three days, I would have been sitting there. Right. You would have been panicked to get rid of that car. Yeah, I probably you, would have. You you would have not had a good night's sleep. I would have pictured. You, I would have pictured uh, the crank and the cylinders and the valves just shot. Yes, just shot. Yes, and that's the first thing. You, how long did you have to keep that car before yeah. it completely blew up? I was going to ask him if he feared theft, but apparently it was in a secure area. Well, yeah, it's not like he left it sitting out front of the baggage claim Man, at the airport. It was in the crew lot. Three days. That says a lot about diesels, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. All right, just a moment. You'll learn more here by accident than elsewhere by design. Here's Joe Suchere. Randy Wayne White texted us all last night. <laughs> yes. He doesn't like uh, the theme for 2018. He's very sad. Where are we headed? He said, no, no, I don't like that. Right. Well, he's earned the right to be a critic. Sure. He likes all hands on deck. Uh, that's mm. pretty good, too, but... Does that Our, mean it's still up in the air? Until you I mean, get the gavel days out. we're into the year. we got to have a theme. You didn't get the gavel out yet. Fifteen hundred ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's forty-two. 